Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Body, Spirit, You, on Blog Talk Radio. This show is a collaboration between five women and spirit or universe, all brought to you by www.mindbodyspiritu.com. That's the letter U. There are weekly shows on Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, two Wednesdays a month, at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and two Fridays at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time covering topics about all things healing, spiritual, metaphysical and we even throw in a bit of science. Many of our shows include time for you to ask for assistance on your journey and you will be able to experience some amazing healing modalities and receive guidance, authentic spiritual guidance, right here, right now. Many are aware of the quickly changing perspectives about our mind, bodies, and spirit, and that's exactly what we are here to discuss. So please join us in the spiral of life, and together we will learn, grow, and heal. Now let's get started with today's show. Hi everyone and welcome to the Holistic Health Hour with me, Certified Holistic Life Strategies Coach, Aleka Thorvalson, and this is a show that looks at health in a whole new way. So we're going to be looking at health and wellness from a mind body spirit, soul perspective, and it is my intention to create a new kind of dialogue about your health and about your body and about your life that empowers you to make real changes from the inside out. And I want to first off thank everybody for the feedback on the last show. I got quite a bit of feedback on that, um, and it was great to to hear everybody's opinions on how um, feelings how people can learn to navigate and learn about and utilize their feelings in a whole new way. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that show, it was a good one. Um, So you can always listen to any of our archive shows on Mind, Body, Spirit, You, Blog, Talk, Radio, and they go all the way back. So feel free to to listen, to go back and listen to um, all the shows that we have. And you can also find us on Facebook, and um, a lot of people have messaged me privately, but you can certainly, and you can find me on the website at Mind, Body, Spirit, You. But if you want to share your comments about the shows and about what we're doing or ask um, further questions or have show ideas, feel free to find us on Facebook under Mind, Body, Spirit, You. And, um, okay, so before we move forward, which is which to tonight's show, I have to um, do a couple of announcements. And I wanted, oh, I wanted to do this. I wanted to give out a shout-out book recommendation. Um, I'm all about shouting out when there's a good book, and there is one, because many of you have asked about where they can learn learn more about what we talked about on the last show, feelings. And um, there's one of the books that I've utilized to learn a lot about feelings and empathy in general is called The Language of Emotions by Carla McLaren. And it's a good one. It's a meaty book. I mean, there's there's a lot in there. But I wanted to certainly um, extend the invitation to all of you that if you want more information and you felt like the last show really resonated, check out her book. Um, 
And if you want, you know, kind of one-on-one work on, you know, journeying through your own feelings or life, um, you're welcome to find me on My Body, Spirit, You, and I can certainly go deeper into what the learning is for you around your feelings. Um, And we have the ability to have clients all over the world. So no matter where you are, technology these days makes the world very small. It's so cool that I can talk to people um, in all parts of the world, really, on my phone days when I take phone sessions. So feel free to go find us there. Um, And, you know, Tracy has an announcement. I know she has an announcement. She's got a really cool retreat coming up that, I know she wanted to announce here, and I really encourage you guys to, if you get a chance and it, that you feel inspired, um, check it out. It, it's going to be in a really neat place with a really great intention. So, Tracy, do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Sure thing. Hi, everybody. Hi, Aleka. We already said hello beforehand, but it seems a little weird not to say hi. <laughs> Just popping in. So, yes, this is Tracy Liebman, and I'm often here with my um, friends and colleagues on Mind, Body, Spirit, You. And I have set up a retreat, a healing retreat weekend at the end of August. It's the weekend of August 30th, and it is going to be located in the mountains near Asheville, North Carolina. And it's this really magical place. It's called the Mountain Light Sanctuary, and... Um, it's all-inclusive. Um, I'm going to be bringing healing foods, meaning, you know, vegetarian options, vegan, gluten-free, yum, yum, yum. Um, <laughs> and the workshop parts are going to include things like the introduction to energy, self-healing energy tools, healing with Mother Earth, connecting to... Uh, spirit guides and nature guides. On Saturday night, we're going to do um, around a fire, shamanic drumming, um, and of course, if like energy healing sessions, and that will look like however it all unfolds. Meaning, if it's if it's available, I have time, then we could do one on one. If we have other practitioners there, which I'm guessing we will we will probably share in that way of energy healing. So it starts on Friday, August 30th, and it goes through Sunday, September 1st. The cost is very reasonable at $300, and that includes the workshops and your room and food. Wow. So, yeah, so there's more information, uh, and I'm happy to talk about this more and more, but I don't want to hold up too much of the time here. But go to mind, body, spirit, you, the letter U, dot com, and you can either look for me, Tracy Liebman, under teachers, or you can forward slash after mind, body, spirit, you, dot com, forward slash retreat hyphen weekend, and you'll go directly to the page. You can also ask me on Facebook, which was already mentioned, where you can find us on Facebook and also me privately. Uh, Tracy Liebman. It's L-I-E-B-M-A-N-N. All right. Great. Thank you, Aleka. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. That place check is... that out. Yeah. And You're there's excited. a link. There, yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> there's a link on the retreat page for you can go directly to see what is so special about the Mountain Light Sanctuary. It is literally Beautiful. in a forest, a national forest. There's You just drive up this you know, gravel road, and it's against, meaning in the hillside, against a roaring little river, and it's ah, wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen pictures, and I, I it does look really fabulous. That's an amazing, um, reasonable, amazingly reasonable price for all of that that you get. Yeah, and the food you just told me before we got on the um, the phone, because I was asking, you were telling me it was all inclusive, and I said, really, and. Um, I said, well, where are you getting the food? And you told me where you're getting it um, from Puree. And I know that you said it's going to be super healthy, but it's going to be delicious. That place is awesome. Yeah, I should probably add that. I probably will add that. And and anyone who signs up, I'll give them all the details. So Yeah, so I don't want out, anyone but... to think that you're skimping on, like, you know, because sometimes you hear gluten-free and you're like, oh, boy, you know, sugar Oh, no. Free. 
healthy. This place it's is going to be really good. <laughs> high quality. Yeah, I think I think forget where their chef is from, but some really cool like school, <laughs> culinary yeah. school for yeah, they do healthy. amazing amazing things with um, yeah. food. Mhm. Well, cool. So Thanks they're going to cater it. And, yeah, I'm going to bring yeah. it all up there. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you, Tracy. And for all of you, um, if you would like, last month was a recorded show. Tonight we're live, and um, we are going to be here. If you feel like you want to call in, um, certainly you can write in in the chat room. Tracy is going to be in the um, in the kind of back office there, um, womaning the calls, I guess, um, fielding the calls rather than manning them. And um, <clears throat> so feel free to come in. This Call in. This evening's show is going to be interesting, and it's something that we are all feeling these days. Um, I hope I, I. It's funny because this show, I think we postponed it twice due to this energy, but change is happening. I don't know if you guys are feeling it um, because I am, and it is fascinating to watch. It's showing up all over the place. I'm I'm seeing change, right? And it change happens all the time. We this isn't something that's, you know, I'm not giving you some new information. But it seems to be rather profound these days, and there's a there's a certain flavor of the change that is pretty interesting and rather unique to um to change in general. And I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it in my friends. I'm seeing it with my colleagues. I'm seeing it in the world. I'm seeing it with my clients. Um, certainly in my own life. Full disclosure there, um, I am dealing with change. Um, certain my kids, um, everyone it seems that I know is bumping up against some significant, um, some significant change or another. Some, some changes that we're up against are pretty minor. You know, they seem relatively minor, and other changes that are happening for people um, are really intense. They're big. So I'm wondering if you're feeling it out there, if you're um, experiencing it. You know, are you finding yourself in a bit of a, um, like, a a reality check or a reality slap, I like to say, maybe a knockout punch? Uh, Maybe you've had one of those, like, WTF moments where you're, finding that life circumstances are just arising that seem to be asking you to to really just surrender and let go. So maybe these are, you know, some of the stuff I've been saying. Job, job loss, maybe you've lost a job or an important relationship, facing issues with money, bankruptcy, um diagnosis. How about the need to move, right? That's been I that's that's out there. Have you been challenged to face some hard truths about yourself in the form of life or circumstances that will no longer allow you to sweep them under the rug? How about this one? This one's coming up a lot. Are you being asked to actually live what you preach or teach? That's a big one. That's that's a big one for me these days. Um, is life asking you to maybe feel? We talked about this in the last show a bit, but... How about feeling, and maybe deeply, and feeling more intensely than you have in a while? Maybe you're feeling a little bit disillusioned or lost or confused. Well, if you've answered yes, you know, maybe hell yes to some of these questions, then the first thing is you're not alone. There's a lot of there's a lot of this energy going um, around, and change is happening, change upon us, and. Tonight, so we're going to dive deeper into the meaning of change. What is it? And, and how do we navigate our way through it when we feel totally lost? And just a kind of like a quick note to all my astrological friends out there. Um, many of you know that I utilize astrology at times to get greater meaning and information about the collective cycles that are showing up. And I find it really helpful to understand the energy of the time that um, so we can best navigate and, and utilize and learn and grow and evolve through the energy, which is you know kind of the point I would imagine of, of life. So this current cycle that I'm talking about here, that's sort of being reflected, 
is um, the current Neptune and Pisces cycle that we're two years into. And just for all you astrological people, it's going to end in 2025. And as we know that Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac, so this transit will culminate its journey round the sun, ending a 165-year cycle. That's kind of interesting, um, in my opinion. So this is a big time right now, right? If you're feeling this kind of shifty energy, yeah, you're feeling it. And that's all the astrology that I'm going to be talking about. You don't really need to know anything about astrology to appreciate this show. Um, but for all you people that do use astrology, just understand that, especially if you you are a Pisces or um, a Virgo, um, y- you know, you're, you're, it's coming up for you, um, and it's somewhere in your chart, so guaranteed this is affecting you on some level. Um, and it clearly, if you want a more detailed account of, you know, how it's showing up for you, then contact me and we can take a look. But let's go back to change. Um, the first thing I want to say about it is you're you're not going to escape from it. Change happens. We know this, right? I, I don't know who said it, but someone said that the only constant in life is change. So we're going to have to, you know, at some point change our relationship to change, right? We're going to have to evolve our relationship with it because and, and learn maybe to welcome it and at least how to navigate through it. So that's the first point is it's going to happen. Second point, um, what is it? Dictionary definition, quite simply, is to transform or convert. That's it, right? It means going from a place of familiarity, what you know, to a place that isn't familiar, to a place that we don't know. So that's pretty pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, And third, change has a purpose. And, and that's an important one to realize, I think. And I did talk about it a bit in the last show when we talked about emotion and feelings and change. But why does change happen? I personally think, and I would love to hear your thoughts, so if you have one, call in and tell me why you think it happens. But I think change happens because we are here to learn and grow, right? That change is exactly what we signed up for on some level when we came here, wherever here is in your mind, because it implies that we are moving forward in some way, that we're growing and changing and evolving. So that means we have to leave where we're standing. It, it implies that what we've been doing or what we are doing or what we've thought about or what we believe needs to be shifted. It means that what we're doing isn't working so we can make room and do something else. It's it's that creative and dynamic tension between who we think we are and who we are sort of we are in that place of habitual um, habitual conditioning and response and who we're meaning to be who we're evolving into so that tension of who we are who we think we are and who we really are so if we are going to really utilize this energy of change then you know, what we're going to say is it essentially takes us from this place of habitual sort of ego conditioning and response to one of soul growth. So when we're talking about this kind of change, that's the kind of stuff we're talking about. And inherent to that, one thing we have to recognize about change is it is both creative and it is destructive, right? Because it implies that we're moving into some place new, that we have to leave the place that we are, and so there's an element of, of loss and an element of of um, reception or gain at the same time. So it's creative and destructive, and it's inspiring and invigorating. And it could be sad. It could bring up feelings of loss. So to really move forward, we have to say goodbye to where we're standing now. So to grow, something must end. Right, so that's why we welcome change, and this you know saying that welcome change that is so simple in principle, and it is so challenging to do, right? That ain't easy welcoming change because it takes us right out of our comfort zone, and then this is the thing this is the thing I've really recognized about change because I have been like in it studying it it's a, I've been all up in it these days and this is what I've noticed. Once we get the initial wallop, right, 
so we get the termination notice, we get the court papers, we get the hurricane hits, the diagnosis, the tornado passes, the um, you know the validation of betrayal. The, the thing happens, and and it doesn't need to be you know, it doesn't need to be just one thing. It could it could be sort of a um, one thing that takes a little while to build up to, but we get that peak point, and then that is just the actual sort of initiation of change is just the beginning. What comes after that, in my opinion, is even more difficult, right? Because once we get that slap of reality that gets our attention, what is what is left is this space, right? Is it like this void or gap between this old way of being and this place that we're moving into, this new place of being. So there's this gap between old and new. And I think that's the hardest part to navigate, that, that gap of change, you know, that change becomes then, it's, it's a cycle, it's a verb, it's a process, you know, it's happening. And I like to think of it, um, I, I was actually learning a little bit of astrology from one of my teachers, and um, he was talking about it, you know, this, this energy of sort of being... Um, in a boat on on the um, at sea, and he, he described the life of Pi, that movie, the life of Pi, as sort of how change works. And I kind of um, I really resonated with that, you know. So if you think about it that way, first you get the storm, and then you're lost at sea, and that's that big piece where you're really doing the work, and then there's a, a sense of resolution on some level, and so. You know, something to recognize if you're working through change is to realize that when you're in the gap of what has been and what is the now becoming, it's difficult. And and I think that is where we often feel most out of control. And I think that lost at sea sort of metaphor is a good one because that's how I feel, I think, especially in this energy, this Neptunian energy um, that we're feeling in Pisces. You know, and one thing I want to make note of, the bigger the gap between what we know or thought we knew and what we have yet to know, so the bigger the gap between the familiar and then the new world, the wider the space, then the more intense the feelings. So in that space, in that gap, we're probably going to have even more fear, more sadness, more disillusionment, um, maybe some shock, maybe some grief, maybe some rage. Right or any of the other feelings, take your pick. You know, and the more intense the feelings, that that means we are challenged to cope. Right, the more intense the feelings are, the more difficult it is, is you know, at times for to get through. And I, I, you know, I've been thinking about this quite a bit, and I've realized something: we are not taught to stay in the gap, right? To stay in that space of uncomfortable feeling, not by society. And not by, by our, our biology either. You know, our biology is set up to minimize pain, to keep things copacetic and, and in homeostasis, keep things balanced. So we resist being in a space of not knowing anything, feeling out of control, being confused. So what's so interesting is that when we find ourselves in this gap of change, what we do is we often bring in coping strategies. And what's so ironic about this is the very things that we're, and we'll be talking about this in a sec, but the very things that we're needing to let go of are the very coping strategies that are actually, we bring in in this gap. So what what are some of these, maybe? Um, well, mine, my favorite is control. That, that would be mine. Um, I love to minimize fear with trying to control it, right? I used to do a lot more of this sort of, control strategy hybrid called worry, where we attempt to minimize the discomfort by playing out all possible scenarios and solutions. Do you guys do this, right? Worry is sort of like a, a fear dress rehearsal. So if, we com- so if we can plan all the contingency plans and the exit strategies, and then maybe somehow we'll feel less afraid, which, you know, it doesn't work, but it's what we do. It, that's, that's one of mine. Um, maybe we find ourselves coping with addiction, right, or numbing with substances, maybe rationalizations. That's that's another one that I could say that I like to do. Um, or denial, that's a big one. 
right? Maybe we just, like we're in that, we're, we're lost at sea and we just throw ourselves off the boat altogether and we, we go fall into the water and sort of we, we get um, immersed in our victim consciousness. And that can actually be a coping strategy, right, where nobody has it worse than us and we get into that powerless place and, and therefore we can get a pass on actually having to do anything or own anything. That is an absolute coping strategy. So this is the thing I want to say about that. Whatever coping strategies we choose, um, there is a thread of similarity weaves through all of them, and it's called resistance. So we get into the gap, and then the coping strategies attempt to resist, or, or they attempt to manage, or they attempt to minimize, or they attempt to deny the change that is happening. And they do this, as I said, because we're created with the whole intention you know, um, coping strategies are created with the intention of keeping us safe. And feeling safe and being in the gap of change, you can't do it, right? I mean, we're in the gap of change. We're never going to feel unsafe. That's sort of inherent to the definition of change. Um, we're going to feel turbulence. We're going to feel out of our comfort zone because it's old. But any kind of resistance to this is we're going to find is futile. Our coping strategies won't work, not when we're really in it, right? If we if we utilize our coping strategies to the point where we're not actually moving through the energy, then what happens is we just stay stuck in the gap longer. So my suggestion and and something that I attempt to do now, I'm putting that out there, like, you know, I've, I'm working through it myself, that um, we can't go through the gap of change um, according to our own plan. Um, that's because that's usually safety and what we know. Um, we are going to have to go somewhere else. We're going to have to apply much different tools and utilize different aspects of ourselves than we have. The old tools will not take us to a new place. They're going to take us to the old, the old place. So at some point in the gap, we are going to have to do something that's really difficult, and um, it's really the only choice that we have to move through it, which is we're going to have to surrender, right? And I know, I hear that, and you hear that, just let it go, just surrender. And I I got to admit, there are definitely times when I hear that and I just want to, like, walk the other way. Um, But it's true, right? So then the question, though, becomes, what the heck are we surrendering? We're supposed to surrender, we get that, but what are we surrendering? And I... I I think that what's helpful to recognize is the parts of us asking for release and surrender are the very parts that want to manage, control, deny, figure out the change. All the parts of us that want to resist the change must be let go of so the change can actually occur. So the gift of change shows us where our coping strategies are because they get all riled up and then it shows us exactly what coping strategies and old belief systems and limiting thoughts and, you know, all that stuff that we need to let go of so we can move to a new place, right? We have to remember that the energy of change is about letting go, but it's also about beginnings, which means something has to end. So what is ending, right, is what we no longer need. We don't need our addictions. We don't need our blame. We don't need our victim thinking. We don't need our stories, these old sort of, these old parts of ourselves because these things, although, you know, may have been helpful at one time to help us cope and move through life, are actually keeping us stuck. So this is about birth and rebirth, right? So the only way to effectively navigate when you're lost at sea or find yourself in the gap of change is to let go. And that gets us through change so much faster. It's sort of like being tossed on a wave surfing, if any of you all surf out there. Um, you, you know, the mo- most effective strategy is not to resist, but just to let go. You know, once you just relax and let go into it, you actually will naturally go to the surface. Any other choice in that regard tends to cause further suffering. You know, and I know letting go is easy to say. It's it's out there. You know, there's platitudes left and right. Just let go, just let go. But if you're in the middle of the sea 
with no land in sight, or you're in the midst of a life experience that is a total shizzle storm, right, it, it's not going to be easy to do. How do we do that? I mean, and that's important because this is something that I want to um, talk about, that one of the things that I really try to do is, because I'm sort of like that, um, I don't know if it's my inner rebel, you know, that comes out, but if, if somebody says, well, you should just let go, I really go into, well, yeah, now tell me how I'm supposed to do that, like the verb part of it. I mean, I know that change happens, so we evolve into the practice of letting go and trusting and allowing and listening, and I know all that awesome mystical stuff we so often hear. But actually doing it, that's, 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 a totally, that's another matter entirely. Um, and that, that's when it becomes a practice. Okay. And one of the pieces that I want to mention here, that surrender, by definition, means that we abandon or relinquish control. We yield. And I, I love that because what it's saying is we're, what are we abandoning or relinquishing control about? Our ego selves that wants to control it. You know, so we don't really live in a culture that supports yielding, which is probably why I think um, we tend to resist it. Um, but this is what I think. This is, this is sort of the verb and the step-by-step. This is what I think about how to let go and what it means. Um, and then you guys, I'll be um, finishing up my little talk, and then we'll take a quick break, and then we'll go into calls. So um, letting go means letting go of expectations about what we think should happen or how we would like everything to work out. Yeah, this is hard. I know this. Um, these are where ego prayers and soul prayers come in. Um, a great teacher of mine, Robert Arjado, talks about this. Ego prayer and soul prayer. love this. Um, because I do it. That's why I love it. Have you ever found yourself telling God how to do his job? Right? I have. I'm so awesome at telling God exactly how it's done. I'm like a backseat driver to my own like soul life, my spiritual life. Um, that I have the best plan, and I think letting go means we don't do this. I think we we do what's called a soul prayer, where we we it means coming back to acceptance on some level. Um, that we say, I don't know why this is happening, but please help me have the strength to move through it. Perhaps we ask for clarity. We just ask for strength. We just ask for the next right thing, right? So letting go means we don't have to have it different than it is. It means time and time again we come back to acceptance. It means being committed also to to letting go of all the ways we try to cope or deny or rationalize our pain. It also means to be accountable, right? Acceptance is this is happening and how might I have had a part in this. That's important. So it's not acceptance into that victim stance where we go, this is happening for me, but this is, um, this is happening for me, right? Because that's the important piece. And I, I remember that hearing um, somewhere, I think, um, Buddhist thought, that definition of suffering is wanting things to be different than they are. And that is so true. So if we can at, change our intention and change, um, you know, our, our sort of prayers to ask about clarity and guidance and direction, this helps. And this is something I've absolutely utilized in my own life, and it's amazing when we can do this. Change happens, and we, it really allows us to change our relationship with, with um, change. And another piece that I want to recognize, that letting go is a type of loss, and it can actually be a little bit like death. So understanding that we often find ourselves in stages of grief when we're in change, you know, like maybe denial or anger or bargaining or sadness and loss, and then at some point acceptance. We may even go through these classic stages of grief and order or randomly, um, and that is so important, right? We may find new stages not yet noted in psychology books. You know, one of the things that I think that they don't talk about um, in stages of grief is fear, and I think in my last show, I'm not going to go into it again because we really talked about the, the relationship between change and fear and how embracing our fear is helpful. You know, rather than getting rid of our fear, realizing that our fear actually has really important, like all of our emotions, gifts to give us. So when you feel all these feelings coming up, um, realize that they have 
a gift. They have wisdom to give you. Um, there's an energy and a gift in each and every feeling. So, you know, and allow yourself to be where you are. Grief work in, and, and loss, especially when it's profound, isn't over till it's over. You know, we don't want to spiritually bypass this work. We don't want to pretend like it's all good when it's not. And um, utilizing the energy of our emotions is one way that we can do that without drowning in them. So letting go also means it does not um, imply that we are powerless. Yeah. In fact, it is the exact opposite of powerlessness, letting go. The surrendering of those old coping strategies, our conditioned responses, our fear, right, our old ways of being, those are active choices. And remember, the very definition of empowerment means we have choice. So letting go and surrender and trust, those are practices, and they are choices. And we have, a, we have the choice in every moment to make, make a choice about how we're going to react and how we're going to, um, how we're going to utilize that energy of any emotion or feeling that we're having. And sometimes I recognize, you know, that it's important to be where you are. But um, it's important to remember that you have choice. So, it's a, you know, good to remember that the gift of change is letting go of all the parts of ourselves that really keep us stuck so we can really evolve and burst into the, the, the person that we really are. And the most amazing thing is when we actually utilize this and we are in that gap of change, something amazing happens, right? Because when our egos get out of the way, then we really make space for truth to show up. And, have, I mean, think about it. In your darkest moments, in your darkest moments, have you gotten the just moments of grace, right? I have. I mean, when I have had those lost at sea adrift moments and I've really surrendered, how amazing that I have felt so connected to that, what we call divine or truth or God, however you make sense of that, right? Even feeling utterly alone and I was really able to let go, even for a second, that you can have the most powerful sense of grace and grace and connectedness and joy and synchronicity and wonder and real truth and love. So when we really let go and when we forgive, when we, when we undo all the ties that bind us and our addictions and our stories and defenses and patterns and fear, then we can really open up to something much bigger and really unlimited, right? And where we're talking, this is the place that miracles happen, right? This, this, this is the place. Um, and so I encourage you to, to, really, to really look at that um, and, and apply that in some ways. A couple other tips that I want to give out that are really helpful is, com um, and then we're going to take a break and then we'll do calls. Um, you know, when you're in the gap of change, that when you're, when you're in it and you're waiting to get taken to that new shore, um, compassion, right? Remembering that the most spiritual thing you can ever do is be where you are, that, that's really important. So this is where you know, we don't spiritually bypass. Even though we, we want to be in another place, there are times when you just are where you are and that's okay. Um, and then coming back into the present moment is really helpful. Whatever you utilize to do that, whether you use um, grounding exercises or um, meditation, um, you know, dropping that anchor breathing, getting centered, you know, getting into your senses, that's a very powerful way to come back into present moment. Anything that gets you to stop the mind chatter, you know, the thinking, over and over and over again. Some people use mantra, some people use mandala, some people use, um, you know, prayer. Whatever that is for you that gets you back into the now, over and over and over again, it can really help with the fear. Um, of course, forgiveness. I've done many shows on that. Um, forgiveness is so important probably should have been one number one um, because that helps us, the definition of forgiveness is undo, right, undoing. So it's important for us to do that. You know, sometimes breathing, that, that might go in with the present moment work, breathing, being in your breath. There are times in my life when I have really realized that. Sometimes that's all you can do and that's okay too. How about um, the next one, asking for help? Yeah, 
That's a tough one. But sometimes that's the new part that you know, we're needing to let go of our resistance to being open to receive. That's the learning in the actual change that's happening, right? So whether you're asking other people or whether you're asking the divine or God, um, or you know, that's important. And then being open to receive. That's, that's huge for us, you know, that maybe the whole reason why the change was occurring was for you to ask. And then within that asking, we actually um, we, we empower our own sense of worthiness. Yeah. Another thing that um, I want to point out, and this is an, another thing that I tell my um, clients, is that when you're in that space, just focus on the next right thing, right? Because when we're in that gap, it is so easy to go forward into what if this happens and then what if that happens and then, you know, it, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen, and neither do you. That's Think about being shipwrecked, lost at sea. We don't know when the next rain's going to come. You know, we don't know when the flying fish or the, you know, is going to fall into the boat. Um, we don't know. But what we, we don't have power over that. But what you can focus on is what you can change in this moment right now. And that might just be your thinking. That might just be doing some forgiveness work. Um, that might be in the actual process of, quote-unquote, doing. Well, what's the next thing you have to do right now? Well, do that. And then the next thing that you know, and I mean right in the sense of um, in alignment with your truth, not necessarily in right and wrong from a moral perspective. Um, so focusing on one thing at a time can be extremely helpful in this moment when you're sort of in it, you know, you're all up in it. Um, and, and something else I've noticed about this this, um, this sort of gap energy, if you don't know what to do, do nothing, right? It's sort of that Boy Scout motto that if you're lost in the woods, stop. Wait for, wait for the next, like, sign or someone to find you. You know, what I've noticed at, in these moments of surrender when we're actually in this gap of change, that we will get answers on a need-to-know basis. And part of the surrendering is having the answers about what's going to happen, right? That's what we want. We want to know, okay, well, tell me exactly how this is going to go down and tell me exactly when this is going to be over and tell me if this is, you know, um, you know how, why this is happening. And, you know, the, this is the point. You know, learning when we're studying surrender and we're really embodying what it means to let go, we're not going to have all the answers. So becoming um, familiar and embracing and compassionate about if you don't know what to do, do nothing. You know, when I'm working with clients, often I'll ask them, what do you feel is the next right thing? Or, you know, where are you with that? And they'll say, gosh, I really don't know. And I'll say, all right, well, you don't know yet. You will know when it's time. And, you know, in the, in the gap, in that gap of change, we seem to get answers on a need-to-know basis. Because part of this is about trust. And um, so it's, it's a good practice to remember, you know, that you will get to the other side. There's no doubt about that. But between that old point and the new place, there's going to be a lot of letting go and a lot of growth that happens. All right, well, I'm going to take a quick break so we can, um, we can run our um, little informational ad for Mind, Body, Spirit, You. And I will be back. You, um, I see we have a caller, so I'm going to go ahead and take that in just a little bit. And if you feel like you would like to call in and share your experience or talk about change or maybe some of the changes that you're going through right now, feel free. Um, let me give you the call-in number. It's 646-595-2385. And I'll be back in just a sec. Did you know that there is a new e-store on Mind, Body, Spirit, You, the letter U, dot com? This brand new e-store has some amazing downloadable products from guided meditations, e-books, introduction to energy and epigenetics to our new editions this month. 
EFT tapping audio with scripts, including and epigenetic health balancing program. Please stop by www.mindbodyspiritu.com forward slash e dash store today to learn, grow, and heal. Okay. Yeah. Stop by the e-store. So I see that we have um, Jackie on the line, and I'm going to bring her up. And she has some questions about change. So let's bring up Jackie and see what she has to say. Hi, Jackie. Hello, Aleka. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah, no problem. uh, How are you? Good. Are you feeling change? Oh, yeah. I've been listening to I you. I want to, sometimes I feel hour. like I want to like break out in that song, like that chain, chain, chain song. I can't remember who, like that was. Uh, I can't remember who sang this. Yeah, um, David Bowie. But I, I've been listening to you and imagery that you're sharing about feeling lost at sea, um, surrendering, waiting for the signs, um, being in that space, that gap. Prior to, mm, to yeah, how's it going for you these next. days? Well, I'm feeling it pretty intensely. Um, it's going. To... Oop! You cut out just a bit. I wonder if she's on her cell phone. Hmm. But can you hear me, oh. Alexa? I could. Yeah, you you cut out for just a second there, but I can hear oh, you now. Okay. So wherever you are, good. Um, Okay. Stay in that so, place. <laughs> well, um, I had moved from one state to another, which was a big change for me at 50 years old. Oh, that old. is a big change. Yeah. Um, but um, that's not actually what I wanted to address tonight. Tonight I wanted to address that I truly have met my soulmate in my new state. We Ooh. both had a very intense, powerful, passionate attraction to each other, a very intense connection at this place in our lives. And I feel that it for both. Oh, bummer, Jackie! I lost you again. You seem to be cutting oh. in and out. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you hear me oh, now? That, that's good. No, now I can hear. Okay. You. And I, I lost you when you said you had your soulmate, and then you were kind of describing it, and then that's where I lost right. you. Right. <laughs> well, we uh, have a very strong connection to each other, mm-hmm. and we, we it was an incredibly like atomic connection uh amazing and i feel like it was so overpowering in some ways that we instinctively backed off and pushed e- pushed each other away and mm-hmm. i think we're both sagittarians so we mm. both have a fiery spirit and we're a lot alike in some ways and i mm. f- truly feel that he's the one for me cuz i feel that if i'm not with him i have absolutely no desire to search for another man um, even to meet anyone to cross paths with someone. I feel like after being with this man, it, it, it's almost like we've already made the connection. Mm. And Wow, I, that's pretty powerful. I yeah. can see why you were, I guess, called to go to that new place, right? Yeah, and I met him very shortly after being here, and probably within three minutes we just looked at each other. Within three minutes of meeting, we looked at each other, and we knew that we were meant mm. to be together. So, Got it. Um, but. But anyway, at this point, we're somewhat, um, we're still communicating, but we've kind of backed off from each other. And I just feel like, can you pick up any of that energy there? I'm surrendering. I'm not pursuing. So I'm just kind of waiting for the tide to turn and for him to feel safe enough to kind of reenter the relationship. Yeah, because that's what's going on. I mean, you guys are, well, specifically, maybe it sounds like more, maybe more intensely for him. But um, you guys are really being challenged to let go of this old um, conditioning around relationships, you know, that this isn't necessarily going to be like it was before, and can we feel safe in that? Do you know what I mean when I say that? Um, yeah. we. I believe that the two of us need to grow past who we were in past relationships. That's what I'm saying, exactly. So there's going to be a lot of kind of what, and this is how I can see it happening. It's it's sort of in relationships, the true definition of intimacy is into me, I see, meaning he's going to push a lot of your buttons 
And then you're going to have to look at that and, and really, you know, realize that it's not about him doing it. It's about your old past and, and the conditioning um, defense mechanisms that right. are going to be kind of popping up for the sole purpose of for you guys to clear, right? Because if you guys are soulmates, which I'm hearing you say, then that is right. the that's the point is for him to sort of resonate some of your your stuff so when it comes up right. that's what you're going to be letting go of you know and and right. jumping surrendering the defense mechanism so you can soften into that place of trust with him do you okay i'm hearing that do you are you picking up any energy that he's needing to let go of some of the things he's been through oh absolutely right. i mean it's exactly oh, the same oh, okay yeah, oh, okay. yeah, no, I was talking about both of you in that sense. Oh, it's I a little was, bit different. Sure. Yeah, 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 it's both of you. And it's different for each of you, you know, and I'm seeing he's he's got a lot of hurt. Um, he does. And, and, he and does. just being so wounded, you know, in past relationships. And Correct. he's such a sweet guy, almost maybe one of those people that, because he's too nice, quote, unquote. Mm-hmm. He right? is Right, nice. you know, and so he's really working on letting go um of defending himself and being really open and vulnerable and and not doubting himself and his issues of so insecurity and self-worth come up into play. Right. And go ahead. You're going to say something. He's hearing you. Mhm. Yeah, awesome. he, he that, was definitely that, hurt. Yeah. He was hurt by um, past relationships. Yeah. Oh, he's divorced and um he was in a long-term relationship after that. So he's he he comes close and then he runs away a little bit. Yeah, it's scary. And you know, and then for you, you know what I see is that you've also been more hurt, but it seems more like disillusioned to me. Um, right. Okay. And just like, do you know what I mean? I mean, he's gotten more of sort of the um, pain and hurt and and feeling of 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 that, and you have more of the disillusioned. Like, I don't know if it's betrayal that did that for you, um, mm-hmm. but just. Mm-hmm just being kind of over it all at some point or another and not wanting to be there, really wanting to soften into it. But that's sort of what you're letting go, that, no, people can be really, really wonderful and you actually can feel safe and allow them um, allow them in. They're not everyone's going to, you know, lie. Right. <laughs> yeah, I've been through that. I've had that. Um, so I think we really care for each other deeply. And I, I'm just trying to find the best. I'm, I'm letting go, and I'm giving him a lot of space, and I'm just try. He still communicates with me, so I'm just trying to find the most healing way to allow him to feel safe again. Yeah, that's and I what think I'm that's working on. I think mm-hmm. that's good. I mean, I, I think that being honest with each other, talking about mm-hmm. your feelings, you know, being able to share with one another, and when you feel afraid, you know, if he's one of those people that does better with space then that's, that's mm-hmm. awesome, you know, and you can ask him, what do you need from me? And then really you both focusing on your work about um, the relationship is, is, is really important. I mean, sometimes when we're in this place, we want it to, to end, we want it to be done already, like let's move on. And I know that's something that you have, <laughs> at least that's what I'm hearing, that you, you really have that <laughs> uh, sure. more so than him. So you, yeah. you're a little impatient. Um, mm-hmm. And so probably that, when we talked about letting go earlier in the talk, that that's part of what you're letting go of, right? Okay, right, right. That I'm you're needing on that. to let go of the impatience. Right, All right, exactly. I, I'm working on that. I'm not pursuing him to reconnect deeply. I'm just letting him be. And um, so and then that's what, what I'm doing. What I'm also getting for you is to recognize that some of this impatience is sort of a coping strategy that keeps you out of sort of the feelings that you're having and the fear that you're having. Like, if we could just move on, then I'll get over this feeling. Like, I just want it, I want it over already, this insecurity that you feel. Exactly. Sure. Right? So it's important that actually sure. you stay there. That's, like, great, right? But realizing that it's okay for you to be um, in that space, that a lot of feelings are going to come up around that that are going to teach you about how to move forward in a in a really um, healthy way. Yeah, I really feel like it's an amazing connection. Like I said, I'm 50 years old. I've never felt anything to this extent before. And I know he feels very compatible with it, but he's 
He's afraid. I guess everybody's afraid somewhere. As are but, you, right? And this is something we yeah. talked about on the last show, but it's not that right. we want to get rid of fear. We just want to change our relationship with fear. Right. Because fear. you can't get through life without it. I mean, anytime you change and evolve, which is what we all kind of want to do, like this, you guys want to, what you said earlier was you wanted a new relationship. You wanted to change and, and move into this kind of meaningful relationship. There's no right. way to do it without feeling fear. Right, there, there's fear involved. And I'm, I'm kind of excited because the super, super full moon is coming. I know, it Sagittarius, is. And we're both Sagittarius. <laughs> this I'm wondering is, if there, um, there might be some significance for us in the ethers. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. I mean, I think that, well, certainly that this time right now with, with what Neptune's doing, and I don't know exactly where your sons are in Sag, but they're 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 challenging you for sure to let go of some old coping strategies um, mm-hmm. around relationship and trust. And, you know, Sagittarians are, uh, you know, that, that quality of seeking truth and um, oh, sure. is, is mm-hmm. awesome and being able to explore and travel and learn new things and, but then, you know, mm-hmm. that there's that place that sometimes they can get a little, or, you know, we can, um, they're learning about the balance between seeking information and then not, um, or they're getting bogged down in dogma or their beliefs. Right. You know, so what I do, also, when I see a lot of the Sagittarian archetype, it's, it's really about being clear about what you believe and if it's right. serving you and if it's, or if it's limiting you. And, and with Sagittarians, um, of course, this is just a generalization, but I find that uh, their truth, whatever they believe their truth is, it extends verbally to how mm-hmm. they express themselves. And sometimes, like a friend of mine said to me, I know you always speak your truth, but do you always have to? <laughs> Isn't that <laughs> kind the of truth? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes Sagittarians need to temper truth a little bit. Kind of what and I was saying, of, exactly, you know, and they do get very patient. Take, yeah. take into account that someone else may have softer feelings and they're not as comfortable in expressing, you know, the nuts and bolts of everything you're thinking. You're you right. Know? And I think that's very much a Sagittarian trait. And unfortunately, that, fortunately or unfortunately, I have it. <laughs> oh, you're just learning the balance of that, you know, you're just learning yeah, the balance I have of that. It. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So well, he, he has to do. Is there, well, yeah. Is there any other um, questions that you had for me? Cause we're really, getting... Well, I think that was the main focus was um, on the relationship as kind of the vehicle of my change right now. And I think um, I think the other things I'm going to be handling fine in terms Perfect. of being here and the new space. I think... Um, and the, the relationship is what I was mostly concerned about. Great. Well, I appreciate you calling you. in, and thanks right. for that. Thank it's you. It's always fun. Thank you. You're welcome. You're okay. welcome. You have a Thank good rest of the much. evening. Okay. Too, take bye-bye. care. Bye. Nice. Yeah, that was a good. Um, that was a good example of kind of what we're talking about, and some of the stuff that we're being asked to let go of. Um, and if you want more information on that for yourself about where it's showing up in your life and how to kind of navigate that a little bit like what we did just with the caller there and how to work through it um, and maybe how to be um, anticipating some of this change that's going to be arising for you, then you can always find me at um, Mind, Body, Spirit, You. That's the letter U. And I look forward to um, hearing from all of you. If you have questions about tonight's show, if you have feedback, if you want to um, get in touch with us as far as show ideas, um, feel free to do so. We love hearing from you. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us, um, just go onto the website and get in touch with us. And hey, change is happening, right? So we better just learn to um, roll with it. This kind of change is different than some of the other change that we've had um, and that we go through. Some change is kind of sudden and it's a lot of action and you are asked to to really take charge and be assertive and move forward. And, and other times it's not. And this is this is one of those times it's not. We're really being called to learn about surrendering 
and what we're supposed to surrender and to let go, and with the intention that we're creating new space for something for something more, and, and really letting go of who we think we are to um, find out who we really are. And on that note, I'm going to sign off, and um, thanks for listening, everybody. I will talk to you again next month, if not sooner. And I wish all of you a great weekend. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.